Hi, welcome to Blindside Movie Reviews on Gardner-Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. I'm Noel T. Manning II with the original blind movie critic, the pioneer himself, Mr. Jay Forey. Jay is uh, surviving the waters uh, in Tampa, Florida. He is uh, just above Tampa. Uh, you guys have had quite a bit of rain uh, this week, and uh, man, we're we're glad that you're uh, you're floating uh, floating in safety over there. Yep, yep. I'm I'm, I'm talking to you in my raft here. So <laughs> thank goodness I have a I have a phone on, on my raft. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate. Yeah, so if we hear any uh, birds coming down uh, to scoop you up, uh, we'll we'll just just keep talking, man. Just keep talking. <laughs> That'll be the seagulls uh, flying around looking for breadcrumbs. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, uh, man, today we're going to talk about a film where this is the the time of year where the box office season kind of really starts kind of wrapping things up uh, as we're in August. Uh, the summer is, is is really winding down in many ways, but last year we were surprised with a superhero film called Guardians of the Galaxy. Tremendous success. You and I both liked the film. Uh, it had fun. It had action. It in, in many ways it was. Uh, it kind of took me back to my childhood, seeing kind of the Indiana Jones and Star Wars films that had that same kind of fun and excitement and energy to it. Well, today we're talking about another superhero film that's also being released same kind of time period in August. Um, this is a film. It's a reboot. Uh, back in uh, 1961, there was a, a comic book team, superhero team created called the Fantastic Four. It goes all the way back to 1961. Uh, first on Film J, they actually started doing a film in 1994. Um, that film was never released, but you can actually find it, and it is really bad. Um, Roger Corman was involved in producing it, and it was really, 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 really bad. Uh, but that's, uh, that was in 1994, but uh, we really got to see a, a version of it that, uh, that had some success in 2005. Uh, with uh, Johnny Storm, Ben Grimm, Susan Storm, Victor Von Doom, Reed Richards. Those are the, the characters that, that showed up in this film. And uh, in that particular film, uh, some names that we were familiar with, um, including Jessica Alba, who has continued to find quite a bit of success, and Michael Chiklis. Well, they did a second film in 2007, Rise of the Silver Surfer. They were hoping to do a four-film franchise, including a spinoff of The Silver Surfer, but that film... Did not find success, but here we are in 2015 with a reboot, uh, making a few changes along the way. But the Fantastic Four are back on screen again, Jay. Yeah, and the changes uh, even before the film came out were not people were not happy with. Uh, we have Michael B. Jordan as the as and he's playing the uh, the you know, Human Torch, and uh, and and. He is actually just to, while we're talking about it. He's actually going to be in a film in in November. Yes, a film called Creed. So yes. you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, it is. Uh, it is a uh, part of the Rocky franchise. Exactly. So uh, anyway, so we'll but we'll probably talk about that then. But anyway, uh, people are not happy with this. The cast itself is. Uh, it has a lot of young actors. Uh, Reed Richards is played by Miles Teller. Now uh, Kate Mara is in it, and uh, so we we have some uh, some people. Kate Mara is probably the most popular of of the group there. It's a, the reboot, also not just the characters, but and people are not happy about. They're not happy with the reboot of how they get their powers in the in 1961 and in all the other uh, films and television shows. They go, they're astronauts, they go to a planet, get cosmic rays, it, their bodies are changed into the Fantastic Four. Here, they're, uh, they build this teleportation device 
they uh, go to another dimension, and when they come back, they all have these special powers. So, and uh, I was uh, with a friend of mine, uh, Alan, who him and I used to do all the superhero films together, and um, and uh, he was he was thinking, I heard you listen to your watch because my watch, obviously a talking watch. About an hour in, I goes, what were you doing? I goes, I was listening to see when they're going to begin. They're doing the character development. When they're going to begin, uh, when they're going to get their powers, and we're going to see some action here. And and that's one of the problems. Yeah, there's great character development. Well, I don't know what they call it great, but it gets kind of slow. And, and uh, finally, so now they have their powers. A few things happen. Uh, Twenty minutes later, oh, the Fantastic Four now are fighting. Uh, the bad guy, Victor Van Doom, who was also, do- he's going to be Dr. Doom, who also had his, uh, you know, he changed. now he's a metal-cased uh, bad guy. He's a bad guy. So they fight the last time, and it's over. Whoa, oh, that was quick. So it's a really quick movie. The script isn't that great. I thought it was a great science fiction film, but as for a superhero film, it's not that good. As for a, a superhero film, as for Fantastic Four, you know, as a fan, I go, this just is not cutting it. And I like the reboot. I like the changes. But I think they kind of went a little uh, a little too far in this film. Okay. Well, you know, I, I uh, when, when I talk to people who watch superhero films and they have that kind of baggage of understanding that original source material, sometimes you have to kind of separate yourself from that. And it's hard to do. It's difficult to do. I'm, I'm, I'm one that I will, I will say, okay, that's difficult to do sometimes. But when I saw that they were really kind of changing the storyline, they they uh, you know they had a brother and sister who were from different races. I'm like, you know, actually, I'm not. I don't have much of a problem with that. You know, you can change things up from from times to time, and uh, and also um, making it different from the other incarnations. I, I don't really have a problem with that either. But if they can't carry it through, if they can't find a way to to draw you in and carry it through, that that can become a problem. Now, character development. You know, I've seen some superhero films, Jay, where it does take, you know, an hour or 45 minutes before you really get into the action. And sometimes you have to do that at the beginning, uh, you know, that first film. And this one, they are talking about doing it as uh, as several films and having even tie-ins to other Marvel characters. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if uh, if there is going to be enough success in this film uh, to make that happen um, domestically, uh, worldwide, I think it's going to do pretty well because superhero films have done incredibly well on the global scale. Uh, Age of Ultron is just a great example of that, uh, and the Avengers films too. But uh, Age of Ultron, uh, as you know, sixty-seven percent, I think, of uh, the box office take has been overseas. So almost seventy percent of what this uh, movie has brought in has been in the overseas market. So uh, that's that's something. And, uh, and and I agree with you here. It's uh, one of those things, though, when you make those kinds of changes, especially, we'll say Fantastic Four, it, uh, a lot of people don't realize this. You mentioned it. Uh, Fantastic Four was around since the early 90s. They are the longest, the oldest superhero team. Older than Avengers, older than Justice League of America, so they've been around a while. So me, as a kid, I was like, so... So old guys like me, young people, the and kids that now uh, read the Fantastic Four, it's hard to get make people like changes and stuff like this. And so, um, yeah, and, and honestly, I'm like, well, I actually kind of was a little more against the changes 
at the beginning, but I, uh, then I thought, well, you know, I can see why the uh, things have changed, the world has changed, but uh, it's it's not that. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of everything, and when you make changes, you have to pull, pull it across. And here's the problem, too. The film brings nothing, nothing new to the superhero film. Is this a bad film? Not at all, I don't think. Um, once again, is that, uh, you know, it's not an Avengers, it's not as good as the Ant-Man who brings, uh, brought some uh, new stuff, shrinking, uh, yeah, shrinking man. So, uh, you know, once again, if you like the Fantastic Four, keep your, keep your eyes open, you know, keep your mind open, you might enjoy it. I, I don't think you're going to uh, leave and say, man, that's a great film. In fact, I know, uh, I'm pretty sure you won't. But I don't think you'll say it's a terrible film either. Okay, what uh, rating are you giving this? Uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I know, I'm still going to give it a C plus rating. Um, you know, once again, not a, not a bad film. And, and I, I don't know if I said this before, uh, it's a, not a great superhero film. Right. But it's a good science fiction film. Okay. If you go looking at a science fiction, it's not that bad. Okay. I, I just don't feel a, a Fantastic Four superhero film now you're you're correct it is going to be another fantastic four film done in about a year or so and that actually i when i, when I finished it, the second film may be a lot better than the first which a lot of times that don't happen but i can see that actually happen the second being better than the first okay well uh, this weekend it is going up against uh, mission impossible uh rogue nation that uh, brought in over uh, almost 60 million dollars last weekend uh, four new films Opening in theaters uh, this weekend against the Fantastic Four as well, including the the Gift, Ricky and the Flash uh, with uh, with uh, Meryl Streep and also Rick Springfield in that film and Sean the Sheep movie uh, opening this weekend against the Fantastic Four. And the next weekend you've got the Man from Uncle, Underdogs and Straight Out of Compton uh, all opening next weekend as well. Uh, Jay gave this a C plus. Uh, you've got a report card as well. Let's get that report card rating. Yes, A is so good blind people like it. B, I'm glad I could hear it. C, I had one eye open. D, I'm glad I couldn't see it. And F, blindness is a blessing. All right, Jay, uh, any uh, final thoughts, final comments? And just about next week, yeah, we'll be seeing the man from, we'll be talking about the man from Uncle, from a television show from the 60s. That was so long ago, I don't remember if I actually remember any of the television right. show, because I would have been so younger, uh, barely a year old or so. But still, I remember kind of seeing stuff, so I'm, I'm anxious to see what it's about. Okay, Jay, uh, do check out Jay's website, blindsidereviews.com. You can also find Jay on Facebook. Interact with him there as well, and on Twitter. Um, and you can always listen to our shows on SoundCloud. You can download them from wgwg.org and find the shows, uh, previous as well as recent and on iTunes. Uh, So until next time, I'm Noel Manning, that's Jay Forey, and this has been Blindside Movie Reviews on WGWG.org, Gardner-Webb University Radio. Till next time, that's a wrap.